Hey everybody, this is Matt with Nelso, a network of opportunities, and our opportunity today is to learn a little bit about, little bit about a new business. Uh, we have partners here today we're interviewing. Uh, it is Greg LaPointe and Kevin, and what's the name of your business, guys, and uh, what's your location? Uh, we're from Michigan. Uh, Lakeside Dock and Hoist is our business. Uh, somewhat new. We've been doing it for about seven years now. Um, we're both actually firemen. And uh, this is, as of right now, kind of our side hustle. The side hustle. So you're doing docks and lifts on the side, or are you doing firefighting on the side? Dock and lift is the side job. <laughs> awesome. So, guys, tell us a little bit about, um, Greg, why don't you just give us a little bit of your bio, a little bit of your background, just how, how the heck you got in this dock and lift business and working hard and doing all that and getting wet and being cold. Uh, just why don't you just tell us how you got to where you're at today, and then Kevin will get a little bit of bio on you. So go ahead and start, Greg. Sure. Yeah, man. Uh, so like I said, you know, I'm a fireman for about 10 years now. Uh, we work 24-hour shifts. Ends up being about 10 days a month. Um, so you have a lot of time. A lot of firemen have side jobs. Um, one of my captains, when I first joined on, owned a very small docking uh, lift company, and uh I was just working with him as a side job, you know, uh, making some extra cash. And uh, slowly but surely, I ended up running his job for him. So he was no longer in the water. Um, and it just kind of came about that he didn't want to do it anymore. So uh, we agreed that I would take over the company. And uh, at that time, it was only, you know, 30, 40 customers, something like that. And we've uh, slowly grown it to... Uh, over 120. Nice. So is that kind of your exit strategy in the future? Is uh, growing, yeah. up, growing up to something special, find some some young entrepreneurs like yourself and uh, sell it to them? Or what, what's your plan there? Yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it all depends. Our, our schedule is so nice that, like I said, a lot of guys have side businesses that grow into something because we're not at the firehouse every day. Um, we can kind of do both. Um, you know, the benefits of a fireman are, are pretty great. You know, uh, our health care and pension and stuff like that. So it's hard to walk away for something that's like that. Um, but as as business grows, you know, I love the dock and hoist thing. I love, uh, I love the fireman thing. But I guess, you know, it's only time will tell. Um, I will never say I wouldn't walk away from the fire department. Um but it would just have to be, uh, it has to be the right timing and obviously the right amount of uh, benefits and money. Right. Well, if you, if you love something and passionate about something, it's hard to walk away too. Uh, okay, Kevin. Right. I, absolutely. Yeah. Kevin, how about, uh, how about you? Uh, you know, a little bit of bio background, how you guys uh, became partners. That'd be fun. Fun to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is Kevin. Uh, like I said, uh, partners with Greg. Tim and I started uh, at a fire department working full-time together maybe about six years ago. Um, and when he was kind of running the company there, I uh, just wanted to kind of learn more about it. I needed something to do to fill that off time. Like you said, uh, working 10, 24 hours a month, you end up having some off time. So trying to do something productive. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, surprisingly, even though the weather's kind of crappy sometimes, but... Um, yeah, I ended up working with Greg. He's a great person to work for and work with. So, uh, we ended up coming across his bars, coming across you guys. And 
one thing led to another, and here we are. Is it just the two of you? Or do you have employees, too? Uh, yeah, it is just the two of us, uh, at least as far as owners. Um, we do get some help from other off-duty firemen at the time, oh, working nice. the same kind of schedule, kind of like how I started. So. Cool. So um, you talked about, uh, you know, the number of jobs that you started with and what, what uh, how many jobs you have today. Is that because of you just decided to commit more time to it? The, you figured out the money was good? Um, obviously, you said you bought a barge in the past, right? Um yeah. Tell, tell us a little so bit about that. To kind of build, yeah, to build on that, Matt, it's correct. Um, you know, we were finding that uh, finding guys to work can be a struggle. Uh, as the economy actually got better, it was harder to find guys that wanted to get in the water that was, you know, 34 degrees, 40 degrees when it's only 50 degrees outside. And uh, even though I, I paid pretty well, it was just hard to do that. And, uh, the dock sections is no big deal, but almost everybody has a boat lift. Um, to try to pull a boat lift out of the water with two guys with no equipment, not an easy task, right? Almost impossible at times. Um, but uh, so we, we kind of joined together looking to see what we could do to make this easier on us. And that's when we actually uh, found your video on YouTube of the barge. I think the commercial was called the barge. Um, we saw that, started to kind of shop around, and, uh, well, what was it, May of last year, I think, we contacted you um, and took, took purchase of that new barge in July, and it's been huge. You know, uh, there were times where we couldn't do certain jobs because of the depth of the water um, or things of that nature. You know, we did everything from basically waders down, right? So if it was deeper than our waders, we had a hard time doing it. Well, now I don't really say no to many jobs because the water depth just doesn't, it's no longer a factor when you're sitting on a fork barge. Right. I, you know, I, I, I thought about that, the whole fork barge thing, and it's, you know, it's, it's changing your world the way it sounds. I, I think that, um, you know, the being a, new to the business first first year with, with a barge and, and going that route, uh, you learned some things too. Uh, you guys came to the Nelson show, right? Oh yeah. So, um, like, is that, did you learn like the prop pitch and all that stuff right after the Nelson show, right? Cause you had some issues with your barge. We took care of, you. um, like a guy that actually purchased the dock lift company from, from me, we ended up using his barge and bring it over to you. And that's where you kind of learned about, uh, you know, setting up your motor correct, right? Yeah, actually, you know, we, we took uh, quite a few things away from Nelson. Um, one of them being that, you know, we got to talk to Brent Foster, who was a huge help from delivering the barge to just talking about his uh, his ways of picking hoists and lifts and um, putting them on the shore and how he does things and just networking with guys there. Uh, it was cool. It was all, you know, uh, late service providers. So we all had, you know, one thing in common or multiple things in common. And uh, it was big, man. It really it really helped us. You know, we traveled uh, 900 miles to come to the Nelson yeah, Show. You uh, and the, yeah, you know, but uh, it was 100% worth it. And next time there'll be a Nelson Show, Lakeside will be there. Sounds great. What 
So what were the biggest things you took away from the show, you know, as maybe a new business uh, coming into the industry? Is there anything that uh, assisted with that or just, just in general, what were the top couple of things you guys took away from the show? Yeah, this is Kevin. Um, I think the ability just to gain information, um, help, advice, like Greg said, uh, just from everybody else that's involved in the industry, um, different uh, bottoms, uh, depth, different hoists, and there's a ton out there, just different ways that people are able to go about it. Um, I love the idea of all this, and I think it helps bring a little bit of an accountability and a sense of professionalism to the customer. Um, you know, Matt, you were big on that, uh, which I think is awesome. That's one thing we kind of lack here in Michigan at the moment right now is that accountability and professionalism to the business. So I think that's a big part and a big step in, in not only helping out those involved, but also the customer, which is first and foremost. Yeah, that's right, right? I mean, the ultimate goal here is taking care of the customer. And I, we, we've had this many, many times on this podcast here is just about okay, taking care of that customer. And I think that customer is changing a little bit. And I think here in the Lakes area around Brainerd Lakes, we're, we're five years ahead of where you guys out are out in Michigan, right? So what, what, what we've really seen flourish here is the companies like yourself that take that approach that the customer is number one and that, that service is number one. I mean, Andy and I have got to watch these companies just blow up over the years. You know, you start with one barge. It doesn't matter whether it's a fork barge, crane barge. Every demographic is different, right? But you start out with one piece of of equipment, and you provide great customer service. That consumer, that's what they want today. And and we've watched basically companies grow one crew per year, like the last three, four years around here. It's crazy. And that's what's taken over the industry here today is – is that great customer customer service approach, and and these customers are customers or companies are really flourishing with it. Yeah, we found here, man. You know, as as I take calls from new customers, um, word of mouth. You know, the the fork barge isn't uh, very prevalent here in Michigan. Uh, I believe I believe you said there was only about six here in in the state of Michigan. A lot of people come down to the shoreline and take photos and ask questions, and it's just it's nice because you get to just talk to them, not necessarily as a customer, but just as someone that's interested in in what you're doing. Um, and then you get to talk to them about how their dot guy may not always call them back or uh, not show up when he said he was going to. And I know that we all get very busy and overwhelmed uh, when when the season hits, just because your phone starts to blow up and Yep. Um, sometimes it's hard to track that, but we, Kevin and I agree that that's the one thing that we don't want to do is get too big, too quick, even though it is pretty easy, um, with a, the, the element equipment or elite equipment, excuse me. And, uh, you know, but it's great. It's great. And it's, it's been awesome. Good. So we just had, a uh, a, a guest on the podcast, Jacob from Blazer, and we were talking about the, the power of a relationship. Right. How, how important is you were talking about having that relationship, right? People come down like, what is this thing? Right. We've had it at the gas station. Like, what is that thing for? <laughs> right. Um, right. How, how important is that that customer relationship that you were just talking about? Extremely. I mean, uh, all my customers are all first name basis. They all have my personal cell phone. Um, they can call me at at any time. You know, really, I. I as of right now, I still give that benefit to them. And 
I am more than always more than willing to go out to their job and fix something or help them out or just steer them in the right direction. I am not a salesman, so I don't try to upsell them or try to give them things they don't need. And they really appreciate that. I think there are, you know, there, there are people out there that just try to make a dollar off a customer and that's not what we're here for. I mean, ultimately, right. We are making a living off of them, but the big thing is the trust. Um, and that just that personal relationship. I agree. And I, I'm with you. I, I kind of, I love that you guys say you're going to take it slow. You know, when we, when I first got in the dock and lift game, um, it's really easy to blow up. It's if you provide good customer service, it's really easy to just go crazy, right? And I got to the point where uh, I was over 300 accounts and I couldn't provide my customer base with customer service anymore. And it was at that point that I started to shrink, right? So I, I shrunk to a size right. that I could always provide my customer the best customer experience, right? And I th- I'm glad to hear you say that. And I think it's very important. Uh, definitely on the same page uh, with you guys on that one. When Matt tells that story to people about cutting his customer list to provide better service. People are just blown away by it. And honestly, our net went up. It did. That's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, customer, don't ever forget that customer service is number one. And I, I, I think Andy and I, she got a little bit upset with me about, um, you know, just different things, whatever, different opinions. My, my point is this, is I appreciate as a consumer of a product when the salesman uh, which Greg Lapointe is not, <laughs> but just the the salesman of the business, right? The the owner of the business or the person person you're dealing with, when they go above and beyond a customer service, it's really easy to be loyal to that business. Mm-hmm. It, it it really is, and you know, uh, one thing that we did learn uh, through throughout this um, building phase, and even it got touched on at the Nelson show is. The one thing you can't do is, is overpromise. Um, you know, customers aren't always upset if you say you can't do something, as long as you give them um, a solution. You know, uh, we had a, I had a customer call me this fall that wanted a voice transport, um, but his lake was extremely small and I wouldn't be able to get the barge in. And I just didn't have time to do it by hand. So instead of just telling him no, I, I gave him a contact of another dot company that doesn't use a barge, that does everything with floats and manually. And he was ecstatic, man. And he's like, I, I really appreciate the fact that you're willing to give up work to make sure that it gets done for me. And that's, that's huge. He'll always remember Lakeside, whether, whether he uses us or not, but he's going to remember that. So, okay, so Nelson, right? We've been talking about... The show went well. We had the, the breakout sessions, which, which some businesses uh, liked more than others. But what can we do as Nelso to provide value to you guys next year when you show up? Got any pointers for us? Any like, hey, do this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Kevin and I have talked, you know, about that. And I think Nelso is in its beginning stages, right? Um and always evolving and taking feedback from uh, late service providers. Uh, you know, I think it would be kind of cool to have some sort of communication on that Nelson site. So if, if a new a new business owner or someone new into the game, or even a seasoned guy that comes across something that they don't quite know how to do or need some solution, some sort of like blog or communication, 
you know, to be able to type a question in and it be available to to other guys to answer. I think that the communication and try to keep us all uh, tight as a as a community and the business, I think, would be huge. If that were on Facebook, would you participate? I'm sorry. If we did that community on Facebook rather than our website, would you both participate? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We have a we do have a, a, a Lakeside Dock and Hoist Facebook page. Awesome. Yeah, so what we're what we're thinking and contemplating and kind of going down that road is uh, community Facebook invite only uh, community Facebook page. So you know if you're a, a Nelson member or whatever whatever the you know requirements are, we would invite you to that to that group, and it's kind of an invite only, so that we hopefully have uh, legitimate dock and lift businesses in the industry. So what's your take on right. that? Well, that, and that's something I don't know if you guys see it where you're at. You know, our our um, geography is a little different. You know, like a lot of our lakes, dock guys are on multiple lakes. We don't have very many big 10,000-acre lakes. You know, our average inland lake here in, in our service area is about 250 to 700 acres. Um, so ponds compared to... Uh, the land of 10,000 lakes where you guys are. Um, but you know, that's, it's, uh, it's just a different beast, you know? So I think providing that blog, um, would be a huge help for, for everyone pretty much who's involved in it. So so you would definitely get a lot of, um, a lot of participation through like that. Okay. So would you make it a private thing for Nelson members only, or, or would you make it open to all Dock and Lift? So, and, and that's the one thing that I was going to ask you at the end of this, uh, at the end of this was how can we help Nelson? You know, um, I think if you, if you look on your website, I think, you know, majority of your members are in the Minnesota area. I know you have a few here in Michigan. Um, I believe maybe a few in Indiana, but, uh, you know, no one's really heard of it out here. Um, and that's something that we want to spread the word. We want it, this thing to grow and to become, I, I want to see this, you know, become something permanent in the field. So how can we help maybe spread that word? That's really cool. So I, I'm super honored. I know Andy is too, the, that you guys would even say that. And we're super appreciative. I, I think today your, your feedback is number one. It's what makes us what Nelso is. Nelso is a network of opportunities, right? And if we really believe that, we need to get opinions from people in the field and in different states, all those things, right? I think Nelso right. as a company today needs to get some, just a little bit more organized, a little bit more like get our core values and our, and our vision out there once our vision is kind of set. And, and at that point, I think we're going to lean on uh, companies and business owners like yourself and to have a long lasting relationship and maybe even set up some sort of chapter set up where, you know, maybe you guys would even lead that chapter over there. And that's what we're leaning to. But I think as, uh, as like the core of the company here in, in, in Minnesota, we need to just get a little bit more for- focused before um, we start letting you, you run over there. I, I don't know. That's my take today. Andy, do you have anything? No, I think that's great. I, I agree that I think um, chapters will happen organically and 
We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. And I, and I think I appreciate you guys sound like you're passionate about it. And uh, we're going to do some more progression with the website and lean on you guys a little bit more. Uh, this podcast is one of the ways we can lean on you and really appreciate that you guys are doing this today. Right. So, um, for yeah, today, absolutely. Yeah. For today, this is it. Um, just to kind of wrap things up, guys, what, what's the one thing that you guys wish that you would have known as a, a dock and lift guys getting into the game? What's the one thing that you guys wish that you would have known or maybe changed? So I think I'd like to take a chance to say something and I think Kevin would too. And, um, like I said, uh, with our area being a little different for, for us, I think I would have tried to stay localized, um, try to try to gain that customer base in one area on one lake, you know, um, because we're on, you know, us personally, we're on eight different bodies of water. Um, so if I would have known kind of in the beginning, how much time and effort it takes to mobilize the crews and go from lake to lake, I think I would have tried to stay on one lake to start the best I could anyway. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's, same thing happened to me. I serviced 17 lakes. And then when I kind of got to the point where I, where I ended up selling my business, I was down to one lake. And your net, the profit of the business and your customer's experience from you is greatly increased when you service one body of water, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Hey, guys, well, thank you so much for being on the Nelson Podcast. You got anything else before we go? No, just wanted to say thanks for having us on. We really appreciate the opportunity and uh, really look forward to continue the relationship. Sounds great, guys, and congrats on the growth. And uh, uh, here's to you in 2020. Thanks, man. You guys have a good day. You too. Bye.